It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Chris Dunn, Lucas Samanich, Walker Kessler, all shine, but not all minutes were created equal. We'll talk about it next after preseason game number one on Locked on Jazz. Pow. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider, and this is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. The Jazz play their first preseason game. And we'll take a look at the 48 minutes of good, solid data the Jazz got from it. But not all data is created equal. And that's probably the biggest thing we have to realize in this one. Starting guards were Colin Sexton and Taylor Horton Tucker. What does that mean? Walker, Kessler, and Chris Dunn were terrific. And we'll dig into the first half rotations, which I thought were actually really, really interesting for you as well. Comment section is available. We are live. We are have not done uh, live shows before. We got in at 5.10 in the morning Seattle time, and then I had meetings this morning, so I couldn't get the podcast up at the regular time. So to Bryce and the rest of the crew that's live with us today, glad to have you evolve. Comment section is open. Thought we'd do it a little bit more interactively today. YouTube question of the day is, who were you most impressed with on the Utah Jazz and their performance yesterday? All right, so preseason game number one in the books. Awesome to just see the guys out there, um, and I really thought, you know, the question is, can you kind of stay playing the way Will wants you to play when there's an opponent out there that's competing against you? And I and I generally thought that the Jazz did that. Like, I didn't think, when I say there's 48 minutes of good data, I thought the Jazz played hard and the right way for most of that 48 minutes. There were times when things got a little helter-skelter, and there were a lot of turnovers, 20-plus turnovers, and there were missed shots, and the... In a preseason game, first one, like both Ty, Lou, and Will Hardy said before the game that, yeah, hey, we're going to have a lot of mishaps and the offenses will probably be bad. That was kind of their feeling is that the early in the season, the offense, um, the, you know, that the, that they were, uh, that the offense was going to be bad. But I think that the, um, I think the next kind of aspect of it is that they, the Jazz got good, um, they got um, they got good data. Like I think that's what's important here because they played right the whole time. They didn't play well the whole time, and there were some aspects of it that um, you know I'm sure left Will yearning for more. But I again I think that's super important. I just asked on the YouTube uh, chat in our live show where and how did you watch the game? I'm super. Um, uh, uh, I think that that's uh, I'm I'm curious to. To know what you what you guys did, so I, I also would say my my biggest takeaway when I left with with Ron and was walking out with Ron and Thorough was like uh, nothing crazy happened. Like Keontae was a little rough, like I expected him to be. He's not playing Frankie Ferrari, like it's not summer league. Um, he, you know, Colin and Talon did what Ke- I, Co- Colin Talon did, and then frankly, Chris Dunn was terrific. But I want—I would think that Chris Dunn 
with 132 NBA starts and 29 years old and a former fifth pick of the draft should crush the guy that the kid who was the Canadian player of the year in the Canadian professional league last year moon like that's that's he should crush him and Walker dominated Diabate okay great because Walker should dominate Diabate Walker was fine against Zubak but he wasn't dominant. He was really, really good. And he did not. And But when he really dominated the third quarter, Walker was totally dominant. He was going up against Diabate, who's a two-way player out of Michigan, who was the 46th pick of the draft two years ago. And, and so um, I think when you see that, and then, you know, yeah, absolutely. The Chris Dunn killed those guys, but like, who did he kill, right? I think that's I think that's where I say like we have 48 minutes of really really good data here, but the data is not created equally. So, yeah, do I want to see so we'll get into this a little bit, but I also think like the next step of this is okay, does Chris Dunn start tomorrow and play Russell Westbrook and Terrence Mann and the equivalent guys and is he able to go seven for seven. Like, Chris Dunn was great. He played 16, I think, consec- he might have played 16 consecutive minutes to close, And it was, but he's playing Xavier Moon. That's my point. Like, he's playing Xavier Moon and a little Jordan Miller. Jordan Miller's a second-round draft pick who played at George Mason in Miami, Florida, and may or may not be an NBA player. Xavier Moon is a... Uh, Interesting is his uncle Jamario Moon played in the league. He played a tiny bit in the NBA last year. Like I think, you know, I think he played maybe like two to four minutes a game at some point in time for the Clippers late in the year last year. He was the player of the year in Canada. Those are not the same minutes as Norman Powell, Terrence Mann, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard that Colin Sexton and Taylor Horton Tucker got early in the ball game, and so I. I, I don't want us to go too far. But it's 48 minutes of good data, if that makes sense. All right, so we started Taylor Horton Tucker and Colin Sexton. What I think is most important about that is that Jordan Clarkson came off the bench. Ron Boone was the first one who kind of just said, like, I think that's the right spot for him. And I think that Jordan's going to come off the bench – and when Jordan come and by coming off the bench, will allow Jordan to just kind of have his role. So come off the bench, play starters minutes, and finish games. And you just get that established, and you have that kind of as the cornerstone piece of this. And then from there, you can build everything else around that. I, when Ron brought that up, I, I thought that was a really good point. I shared it with you on the show. The everydayers uh, are aware of that. It really made some sense, um, and it made some sense also in the sense that if we do hope that at some point probably Keontae George moves himself further along in the rotation, then it Jordan kind of sets his spot and whatever movement around Keontae takes place, if Keontae gets better and better and better during the rookie year and, and gets more and more minutes, then Jordan's not being taken out of his spot in the rotation. 
Jordan played 14 minutes yesterday. Like, if Jordan plays playing 28 minutes in closing games, and he closed, the closing five, I think, was Keontae, George, Jordan, Clarkson, Lowry, Markin, and Kelly, Linick, Walker, Kessler to the first half. That's just the first half. Then I, I think that's, to me, that was the biggest takeaway. Like, Colin Sexton, Taylor Horton Tucker starting, We you can, you can decide to say all you want about that. But the thing that I think was the biggest... Um, aspect of this is that Jordan Clarkson came off the bench. That that would be my takeaway. Because um, I think that they um, they're the ones like, we'll see Keontae, Chris Dunn, Colin Saxon, Taylor Horton Tucker, how they play to those minutes. This And I did, and I left out Ochai Abaji, because that's my second takeaway, is how Ochai Abaji was used. So to me, the bigger stories were how Jordan Clarkson and how Ochai Abaji were used than the fact that Colin Sexton and Taylor Horton Tucker started. So Ochai Abaji came in in the second substitution for Lowry Markkinen as the backup three. He then stayed in as the backup three and ended up playing in the first half of the game seven minutes consecutively. Simone Fontecchio replaced him and played five minutes at the other small forward position. My guess is the Jazz do not play a 10-man rotation during the season. That the Jazz play a nine-man rotation. Most coaches would rather play a nine-man rotation than a 10-man rotation. So what I see here is that Ochai Abaji could have very easily just played another 10 or 12 minutes and played 24 minutes off the bench is the backup three because Lowry, and we'll get into the rotations a little bit more specifically later in the show, starts as the three, but then only finishes as the three and all the minutes in between were otherwise. So to me, the two biggest takeaways from the rotation yesterday were Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench and Ochai Abaji playing the backup three, and I think those can get pretty well established, possibly for where, like, beginning to feel how this plays out. Uh, we'll talk about Walker Kessler, Chris Dunn's awesome performance, John Collins, what we saw there, and then the in the next segment, and then the third segment, we're really going to dig into rotation, so I'll try to see what's going on. In the chat room, I see Andrew Jones has some questions. I'll try to get to some of your questions as well uh, here as we're doing it live, which we don't always do. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Murdoch Chevy, located in Woods Cross, also in Linden. Murdoch Chevy does wonderful job. The Chevy, I saw the Blazer yesterday. We were in Hawaii, actually. We were stopped by North Shore, and there was one of the new Chevy Blazers. It was styling. Really looked good. Uh, go check it out. The SUV lineup is super. The Tahoe and the Suburban are the uh, the King Poobahs of that that we all have known so long. The Chevy lineup of cars, just terrific. It's Americana. It's Chevy. It's Murdoch's. It's 80-plus years in Utah. We'll get you that VIP treatment. Feel free to email me first at dlock09 at gmail.com. That's dlock09 at gmail.com to make sure that we give you the VIP experience over at Murdoch Hyundai. Today's show is also brought to you by our official 
ticket sponsor for you, helping you get to games, taking things in. It's game time. If you're looking for the lowest prices, guaranteed, and a perfect user experience, use the Game Time app. Game Time gets you all the things. Like when you think about using a ticketing app and you want to look through it, there are certain things, at least for me, that you want to find. You want to find good deals. You want to make sure your price is right. You want to make sure you got the guesswork out. They're doing it all for you. They have zone deals where you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for an average of an 18% savings. Game Time means you always have the best price if you find tickets in the same section. Row for less. Game Time will give you 100 10% difference. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball concerts, and the rest. Game Time has deals right up to the start of the event. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NBA for 20% off your first purchase. That's 20% off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem Locked On NBA for $20 off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. The Thank you very much for making Locked On Jazz your first listen of the day. Shout out to the everydayers. I see a lot of you over there in the comment section. Let me jump over to some of the comment sections and, and see what everyone has to say. Um, I thought there was, uh, what are my thoughts on John Collins from Andrew Jones? So three, four practices is not going to get John Collins comfortable. This is a dramatic change for John Collins from where he was and, and what he was doing in Atlanta and uh, that kind of change for him. So I think we, we have to give John Collins some time, like maybe 20, 25 games, I think. We saw the incredible athleticism on, the, on one rock and dunk. Um, we saw the good rebounding uh, on a bunch of plays. Those kind of things I think are going to come natural to him. How does he play with the ball in his hands? Um, how does he play coming off pin downs? How is his passing? These are things he wasn't asked to do at all in Atlanta, and he's going to have to do um, for um, the Jazz, and I just think you're going to have to give him time. Like I know we want him to be a wow factor right away. We want him to be Lowry um, from last year almost immediately, but I also think you've got to just give him some time. This is such a dramatically different thing. Um, I also like the Yerk Saving guy. I didn't even know it all before yesterday, says DH. So he, Yerk Saving, Omir, played two years in Miami. Last year he was injured, didn't play much at all. He played a decent amount his freshman year. He played college at NC State in Georgetown. Legitimate seven-footer out of Turkey. Worked with Memo a little bit in the offseason. Um, really good rebounder. Some people have told me he's been the best rebounder of camp so far. Um, and I think we saw that in those in those second half minutes. He did not get first half uh, minutes in the rotation. We'll get into kind of how, what the entire rotation was and what it tells us. From Spencer, very good friend of the show. Did you notice John Collins, Walker, Kessler shared minutes, whereas Kessler and Lowry were staggered? Seems like Lowry was playing all the center minutes when Kessler was on the bench. I'll, Spencer, I, I love the question. You're thinking the same. I'm going to do the whole rotation in the third segment of the show today kind of for the diehards that are sticking with us all the way through um on that and uh dale says i think the jazz have a better bench and more firepower than anyone else in the league i'm not sure we have a better bench than anyone else in the league uh golden state's bench is really good minnesota's bench is really good the clippers bench is really good um i only have five teams in the nba who i think have 240 minutes of action right now so i think there's only Five teams that have full 240 minutes. I think, if I remember correctly, they were Sacramento, Golden State, the Clippers, Minnesota, and New York. 
if we can get Keontae, Ochai, uh, Colin and Talon to play well, then the Jazz suddenly have 240 minutes as well, and that changes um, a good deal of kind of of who we are and where we're gonna and where we're gonna win games. We're gonna win games, at least in my thought, is we're gonna win games as the game goes on. So what I mean by that is that the chance the the way the Jazz are gonna win games is that we're able to. Like, we're going to be down three at the end of the six-minute mark when their starters are better than our starters. And then we're down one at the end of the first. And then we're up three by the time, and then we got to hold on at the end of the quarter. We're, you know, we're up three or up four by the time the we go starters versus starters again for the final six minutes. Like, that's, I think, how um, we're going to try, we're going to have to win ballgames. Uh, the NBA shot chart, because we're in Hawaii, and probably the same will be true um, in Seattle was not quite as complete. So some of the data points I would have loved to pull are not entirely there for you. There are some, like, so when all the starters played, we did trail by, like, as many as 12 in the second quarter. We are down 10, and then, you know, we took over when we were playing kind of guys that might play for us against guys for them that weren't going to. I think, you know, if you just didn't, if you didn't catch the game, um, back and forth for about the first six minutes, uh, down three at the end of one, down as many as 12 in the second quarter, down seven. You know, nobody really cares, but if you're just trying to <clears throat> to grasp that. And the other kind of thing that just became abundantly clear in the second half was Walker dominated the rim. Um, Walker completely dominated where uh, what went on defensively in the second half of the game. And... The offenses were rough, and with Walker on the floor in the second half of the game, our defense had a defensive rating of a 68.8. Uh, they just couldn't score. In the first half, that you know, this is where who you're playing is very different. In the first half, our defense rating was a 112.5 with Walker on the floor. So it was better um, than it was when any of our other guys were on the floor, um, but it was it was not that, it was not as dominant, and in that you know, second half or even just that third quarter because that's the only time Walker really played in the third quarter and he was super dominant. The center on the other team for much of that was Diabate. Uh, Mosi Diabate, not Zubak. They were playing Bones Highland and Kenya Martin Jr. and Xavier Moon and Kobe Brown and Amir Coffey at that stretch. So non-rotation players um, where the Jazz did have a ton of success. Uh, and then Chris Dunn dominated the fourth quarter going seven for seven, leading the Jazz to the win, and Dunn playing that whole fourth quarter. Offensive rating was a 133. was on the floor. That was against Xavier Moon, Kobe Brown, Amir Coffey, Jordan Miller, and Diabate and Bryson Williams kind of mixed in there. So, again, good data, but not all data created equal um, because of who, who the guys were playing against. But I thought Walker was really good. I thought Chris Dunn, you know, and, and there's something to be said. Like, if Walker's not dominating Diabate, we have a problem. And if Chris Dunn's not dominating Xavier Moon, we have a problem. But that, so I don't want to minimize, I'm not trying to minimize at all the value of them dominating that. That's, that's super important because the other choice um, would be a problem. Uh, 
Good question coming in here from uh, Lee Christensen. What's the likelihood the starting guard lineup remains the same? It will not be the same tomorrow. Um, I, I think what uh, the number one I'm going to watch is kind of what I just told you is Jordan and Ochai. Like whether or not those two spots might be a little bit more concrete is, is Jordan just going to play off the bench and play 30 minutes a night off the bench? And that's the best way to use him. At some point, you got to have some kind of pillars in that rotation that Will's building the rotation off of. And so that could be one of them. And then is Ochai coming off the bench, playing the backup three and then rotating around there, is that going to be the same? Um, I, you know, I didn't think, you know, I don't think Talon or Colin were great last night. Talon took 13 shots in um, and hit two threes, which was terrific. I mean, if Talon hits those threes, he becomes a real offensive <clears throat> firepower. Um, Talon in the first quarter took five shots in seven minutes and had eight points in seven minutes and 45 seconds. I mean, he's a real... And then Colin kind of seemed a little out of whack, a little too fast, a little kind of t- committed two turnovers in five minutes, didn't score, um, kind of losing his footing a little bit. I, I, I just, like, I know who those guys are as players. I don't know that, like, a preseason first game, all the energy, all the juice, I'm, you're going to do a lot of evaluation on it. But, yeah, I don't think they looked super... On that, I'm super curious. I asked the question on our chat room of like how people watched it. Jazz Plus on Apple TV um, said James Nelson. A uh, bunch of people leak pass. Um, I am aware of the fact that the new Jazz app does not have an audio feature play on it. Love that. Um, and so hopefully we're going to get that fixed. Everyone's on it. Work with great people, and they're they're on it. But I do. I apologize to everybody who uh, went to the Jazz app and uh, wanted to listen to the broadcast yesterday and couldn't get it. All right, we're going to dig deep into the rotations um, as we continue <clears throat> here on today's show. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Jace Medical. Jace Medical is a, a really interesting Utah-based company. And let me kind of explain it to you and how it works. And I think it, you know, uh, depends your circumstance where this clicks into you, but uh, but so Jace Medical provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. So you get something called a Jace case and you don't want to get caught unprepared. Uh, I was talking to some friends who like live in the East Coast and on a pretty regular basis, like because all their power lines are above ground when these weather storms come in, they end up with like without power, without stuff for a long period of time. And, you know, it could be a few days. Well, maybe, you know, your refrigeration's gone. You need various things. Jace Case is the simple online form. In some cases, you can jump on a quick call with one of their board certifies, and you end up with the Jace Case, and that puts you into a circumstance in where whether it's storms, shortages, pandemics, reliance on supply chain issues, you need to be prepared more than ever. Jace Case, simple. You go online, fill out the form, and then you get a prescription life-saving medication right to your door. The Jace Case gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in emergency. Jace Medical, make sure you have medication in hand. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today with Jace Medical by using my code Locked On at checkout at Jace, J-A-S-E, Medical. Dot com. Empower yourself and your loved ones during the unexpected and do it with Jace Medical. Go to jacemedical.com, promo code Locked On gets you 20% off. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. 
That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who can help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thanks very much for making Locked on Jazz your first listen of the day. And thanks to the everydayers that are out there as well. All right, let's... By the way, if you've not gotten Jazz Plus yet, a lot of people are saying they watch the game through Jazz Plus. It's such an amazing deal. So make sure you go jump on Jazz Plus. Get that. Uh, live stream it. Be a part of it. You get two tickets to an upcoming game and a hat and a t-shirt for, and it's like a hundred and whatever it is a year. Like it's actually like, it's almost free. So go sign up for Jazz Plus. Bunch of, the, the numbers are fabulous. People are doing it. It's it's a great sign of what the organization's doing um, as well. Mini plan tickets are on sale now. All-star plan, weekend plan, Western rival plan, game a month plan, starting five plan. Get get aboard. All right, here's the rotations uh, from the other day. I actually should have tried to write something out for you on this now that I think about it, but let's go with it. So we started Taylor Orton Tucker, Colin Sexton, Lowry Markin, and Jordan, uh, John Collins, and, oh, that's so funny. I have two JCs. John Collins and Walker Kessler. The first substitutions were Jordan Clarkson in for Colin Sexton. And KO, but this was interesting, KO came in for Walker Kessler. I had thought KO, Kelly Olenek, was going to come in for John Collins. But instead, he came in for Walker Kessler, which was not what I anticipated. So kind of noteworthy, at least in my mind. The next substitution was Ochai Abaji for Lowry Markinen. So as I said, I think those that was really important that, Lowry Ochai is now playing the backup minutes with Lowry, and then the the last substitution, our Keontae George came in as the backup point guard to Taylor Horton Tucker. So we did see Colin Sexton and Jordan Clarkson separated, which, like, that's my instinct is that you need to do that. I talked to people this week in Hawaii, and they said, "No, they can play together. Like, they got to get used to it. They both do the same thing. They got to they got to figure out how to play together. But they can play together." I had been kind of like, "Eh, you don't want them to play together." But we didn't see them play together until the opening of the second quarter. And then they did play together for a little bit. So, yes, they can play together. So, we closed the quarter then with Keontae, Jordan Clarkson, Ochai Abaji, Kelly Linnett, and Walker Kessler. So, Lowry plays in that stretch. And Lowry's first half minutes were... Let me see if I can find that. Lowry's first quarter minutes were nine. Because when Ochai Abaji came in, I guess I missaid this. When Ochai Abaji came in, Lowry slid to the four. So you're playing T- Taylor Horton, Tucker, Jordan Clarkson, Ochai Abaji to three. Lowry Markkinen slid to the four. John Clarkson, went, John Collins went out, and Kelly Olynyk stayed in. So you're now playing Ochai with Lowry and Kelly O. So that's interesting to me. Ochai came in three. Lowry slides over to the four. Kelly's now playing the five. Collins and Walker were both out. We closed when Walker came back in for Lowry. So to some extent, like, in Lowry's kind of playing the backup five there. 
So I, I don't know if that, I just made that confusing there, but let me just try to summarize the first quarter again. We start with Talon and Collin. Lowry, John Collins, and Walker Kessler. The first subs, Clarkson in for Sexton. Alinek in for Kessler, which was a little surprising to me. And then the next substitute is Ochai in for John Collins, which slides Lowry to the power forward. And then Walker came back in for Lowry. So we're seeing a lot of intermixing in there. But that also, like, that's how you're going to get Ochai on the floor. And what it does is it takes the guard thing down to five guys instead of six. Which I think is important. Closed with Keontae, Jordan Clarkson, Ochai Abaji, Kelly Linick, and Walker Kessler. Second quarter. So we open the second quarter with Colin Sexton with Jordan Clarkson. Ochai Abaji, John Collins, and Walker Kessler. Now, this is really interesting. This is John Collins playing with Walker Kessler, without Kelly Olenek, without Lowry Markin, and Jordan and Collin are get the scoring done in this lineup in theory. Next substitution, Talon came in for Jordan Clarkson. So Jordan was kind of the point guard in that lineup. Talon comes in at the point guard. Collin slides to the two, and Simone Fontecchio came in for Ochai Abaji. I, I don't know that I think that we'll be playing 10 guys when the season starts, so I actually would expect Ochai plays a longer run in there. The really interesting substitution that happens next, So we and then Lowry Marketing comes in for Walker Kessler again. So then we have Colin Sexton, Taylor Horton Tucker back in the backcourt. Simone Fontecchio is a three. Markinen and John Collins now together. So that was interesting. So that Lowry re-enters for Walker. And really kind of in a sense, Lowry's playing the backup five here. Collins is playing the four. The next substitution summarizes how wildly versatile the Utah Jazz are. The next substitution was Kelly Olenek for Colin Sexton. Now that's where you really get what's going on with this team. And so everyone slid down. Taylor now is the one. Simone was the two. Lowry slides to the three. John Collins slides to the four. And Kelly Olenek slides to the five in all theory. Unless you think John Collins is the five. You, you decide. Jordan Clarkson re-entered the game shortly thereafter for Simone Fontecchio, and you had Taylor Horton Tucker, Jordan Clarkson, Lowry Markin, and Kelly Olenek, John Collins. Makes a lot of sense. And then the last and final substitution was Keontae George for Taylor Horton Tucker and Walker Kessler for John Collins, allowing Lowry Markin and Kelly Olenek and Walker Kessler to play together again with Keontae George and Jordan Clarkson, which might be our best five guys. John Collins probably should fit in there somewhere, but Kelly's so good. That was my other reaction yesterday, by the way, is Kelly's just really good. And in the scrimmage the day before. Kelly's just really, really good. So the takeaways from that, I said, are Jordan and Ochai, but also the versatility, the idea that Kelly Olenek's coming in for Colin Sexton, that Lowry Markkinen is sliding all the way to five from three, and that Ochai is playing in that three middle zone. So that's my takeaways from day one of the rotations of the preseason. Thanks very much, big live audience. Appreciate you very much for joining us. When it when I do the show regularly, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. I, I'm not going to do it live. I'll premiere it uh, on YouTube. But when, when we have these days where, like, we just had a wacky schedule, right? We got in at 5 o'clock, and I had a meeting, and so this was my window to do this. Um, so 
That is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks very much for being a part of it. Greatly appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.